Hi everyone, my name is Melissa and this is the first episode of the Kindy Pod podcast. Today I'll be talking about COVID and the kindergarten classroom. This is part one of hopefully three parts um, and the part one will be focusing on the pre-return ideas and goals for the classroom. All right, well, before we get started, let me just introduce myself. Like I said, my name is Melissa. I have been a registered early childhood educator for 12 years. 10 of those years have been with the school board. I am currently um, in a kindergarten room, obviously, with the school board, but in southwestern Ontario, Canada, um, in the FTK program. If you're um, not familiar what FTK stands for, it is full day kindergarten. Um, I'm starting this podcast to just work and collaborate with other educators, trying to spread some ideas, um, share some learning, and also receive some learning in the process. My big goal for today's episode is just to talk about what I'm hoping to do um, during this school year with this pandemic. I know that we've been given our big list of our don'ts and um, you know, they're overwhelming a little bit for parents and for educators alike. We're, we're all in the same boat and we're all just wondering how this is going to go. So, um, like I said as well in the intro, this is part one. This is just the, the pre-return ideas, the pie-in-the-sky ideas, if you will. And hopefully about halfway through the school year, I would like to kind of reflect on those goals and ideas. I'd love to see or hear, sorry, what is working in your room in your um, in your classroom, what's not working, as that's what I'm going to be doing halfway through. That's what <laughs> I'm going to assess. So right off the top, my number one goal for every single day that I step foot in that classroom is I'm going to try to have fun. I know that right now it doesn't seem like it's going to be fun. Um, I'm recording this at the end of August. So, you know, it's it's coming up. It's in the next two weeks. Um, the return to school and parents and educators are both feeling it like you just don't know it's the unknown it's what's gonna happen what you know in the future is there gonna be a second wave is my child gonna get sick Um, you know what's the room gonna look like how are we gonna teach when we have all of our fun things taken out I could dwell on that all day. I know that I have. <laughs> I've tried to move on and I'm hoping you do too. So if you are listening to this and you needed to hear this, try to have fun every day. I know it's going to be hard um, some days. They're gonna, it's going to be challenging. We're going to be learning a lot of new things, uh, cleaning skills and hand hygiene. And not that that's something that we're never, that we've never done before, but you know, it's when that's added on top of our list of everything that we need to do in a day, it's you know, I feel you, I see you, I know that you're going to work hard, um, and I just hope that you're having fun in the process. Another goal is um, thinking outside the box for transition times. I am a huge, huge singer in the classroom. I love singing everything. The kids in the past that I've taught, they all jump on board, they love it, I love it, and this year with our no singing rule, um, I don't feel quite myself. I feel a little bit nervous. I think that's another reason why I'm, I've been seeking out new ideas is just because everything that I knew uh, and that I'm confident in doing 
is now changing and that's okay. That's a part of the job for everyone. And no matter if you're teaching or in healthcare or, you know, a construction worker, things change, you learn and adapt. And another, like, so during our transitions, I, I usually sing to the kids, they come to the carpet, or if we're lining up, we sing. If we're washing our hands, we sing. I, instead of singing, I've looked towards just downloading different songs for them to be listening to. Um, I will be singing in, loud and proud in my head, but not out loud. Um, and I'm going to try my best to do that. So that goal, I think, as of right now, is completed. I've got all the songs that I think I need. If you're a singer like me, or if you're thinking about those transition times and have never used music before, I'm a huge, huge believer in it. And how I'm getting around it is by, you know, finding these songs on iTunes or finding CDs that I've, you know, since thrown in the back of a cupboard or something, because I haven't used CDs for so long, um, and downloading them to my iPod, like things like that, just trying to figure out new ways to get their attention safely. Um, another thing that I have purchased for this year is a doorbell. It's a wireless doorbell. Um, I just got it off of Amazon. It has like 30 some odd chimes on it and I'm going to try that. Um, if we are in a little bit of a noisier classroom, we've been instructed not to, you know, use loud voices. I don't know what that even means. I think it just means, you know, you can't be screaming, which obviously we're going to be in our PPE. We would never be screaming anyways. I don't, I've never screamed at our children. Um, but I think the whole point of it is you just don't want to be sharing germs by using louder words um, for kids or educators. So that's kind of what I'm going to try to use this doorbell. Um, and halfway through the year, I'm hoping to, uh, you know, give you guys an update on how this is all going. This is probably the biggest part of my day where I'm just the not singing and not confident in um, using equipment to help transition our kids. That's going to be my huge reflecting piece, I feel, at the middle of the year. My next goal is to add a few things to the classroom for these kids to see when they come in um, on their first day or their first dagger start day. I'm a huge advocate for co-creation. I've never done this before. Um, in saying that, I am not, like, I'm not going to be fully completing bulletin boards or interactive pieces, I'm still going to work on that co-creation piece because I am a huge advocate and I love that part um, where they get to come in and add their own special little things to it. Um, but I just, I'm my heart is just broken for thinking about how our classrooms are going to look. They're just going to feel empty and cold and um, that's because obviously we can't have carpets or plushy toys, you know, pillows, sensory things. Um, in the classroom to start off. So if I was a child walking in, I know maybe that's not my first uh, go-to is, you know, finding all these things, but I feel just in general, it needs to have something exciting to look at. And uh, to give you two examples of uh, things that I've added in the past with the kids that I'm going to start doing myself uh, when I go back in a couple weeks beforehand um, one is I'm just going to prep for our family tree area. This area has been a huge hit in the past. I love it as well. Um, it's just an area in the room where kids can bring in a picture of their family and they can add it to this tree. 
Um, you know, the educators can do it as well. We've had all of our planning time teachers add their families to it. It's a huge talking piece. It's a huge, you know, just all about belonging and contributing. It's just amazing. We've added in the past on the kids' um, inquiry, you know, writing down our favorite family memory on the backs of our pictures. Um, another year, you know, they were writing down little sayings that they all love um, to say as a family. And I just thought that that was wonderful. It was all of these, you know, cute little things it came from them and we ran with it and it just has evolved into this amazing piece that I would never leave out of my classroom anymore. So, um, you know, in previous years, this area is based on what the kids um, want to do with it. One year we had um, one, a few of the kids decide that it would be kind of neat if we added a real tree as our family tree. These were SK friends. Um, and, you know, they all got to work. Every single one of our kids were involved in making this three-dimensional live tree out of sticks. They found branches that still had some leaves on it. And what they did with it is they just tried to problem solve to get this tree to stand up right. We ended up, <laughs> I did help them. Uh, brought, we brought some concrete and we stuck all the sticks in it and we let it dry and it was just a huge piece of our room they could go to each branch they could take their family uh, picture off and on it was very interactive having said that you know it's been as simple as um, a piece of paper that they've cut out to make trees or ripped um, pieces of brown paper green paper and made these trees um on the side of our, one of our walls and it's just one big tree that they've all made together we've put velcro so they can take it on and off the wall and it's been wonderful it's it's something that if you don't have that in your room I would highly suggest it and definitely take the kids ideas and run with it the second thing that I love to do every year is add a birthday board which I'm sure all of you have um, in previous years I've also let that uh, manifest itself. So we've had kids um, drawing pictures instead of taking pictures of themselves. Some of them don't like their picture taken. Obviously, they get to add all their own numbers. Um, we talk about, you know, what day of the month they were born, what month they were born in. It's, uh, it's a great conversation starter. But in the past, also, they've wanted to add their favorite birthday memories. And then that's another thing they get to talk about. And when parents came into the room, they were just they loved it. They loved to see that there are so many different ideas of how to celebrate birthdays and ideas. The kids, that's one of the first things that they showed their families. So, you know, these kindergartners, they, they love their birthdays. So that's like their favorite day, obviously. And this is a way to bring all of their fun, um, experiences into the room. I will just prep these areas and just have it so that they can still add to it. Um, like I said, I just don't want them walking into this very cold classroom. I maybe once I get in there to set up, I, you know, maybe we can still make it feel nice and warm for these kids and maybe I will leave them out. But that's again, something that I will update you guys on in our part two of this whole episode. My next goal is something that I've been working on for a long time. Um, but this year being a pandemic year, I'm going to have to do some adapting. Um, and that is working on, um, teaching children's safe strategies for um, their feelings, like self-reg, and a lot about their mental health. I want to make sure that I do all of this for myself as well. Being that we've been through the ringer in 2020, I know that I do have healthy strategies to deal with my stress, 
but with all of the other pressure um, coming into the school year, I know that I'm going to be feeling it a lot more too. So whatever I'm doing with these children in my classroom and whatever you're doing with your children in your classroom to deal with their mental health, their stress, their self-reg, um, you know, make sure you're doing it as well for yourself. It's going to be a challenging year and we need to stay on top of that. My first goal was to have fun and if I'm not having fun, um, I'm going to just be trying to pick away at little positives that I had throughout the day and I'm going to keep working through each day even if it's not the best day that I've had. You know, these kids need that role model in the room and that's who I'm going to be. Um, some strategies that I have had in the past um, might not work this year. We've used meditation stations, we've used quiet cubbies, we've used, um, you know, calming jars, calming sensory activities, self-reflection times throughout the day is like large groups, small groups, or individual activities, Um, yoga, that kind of stuff, like all of these strategies to bring us back to our center is Uh, They might look different because of, you know, us not having, allowed having certain things in the classroom, um, big breathing, you know, experiments and activities um, with other kids around aren't very, um, it's not very safe. Like we can't be blowing our big breaths when we're angry out at other kids. Um, And not that we would be doing that every other year. It just, it happens sometimes. But um, these group activities that I've implemented in the past will have to be done individually Another idea is just to take them outside. Um, I don't believe we can use the hallways for this kind of stuff. You know, once we get into our classrooms, we're going to just be able to assess what areas we can use. And, you know, the best part of our job in kindergarten is adapting our day to fit the the needs of these little learners. And that's what we're going to do. I can't dwell too much on the past and what's worked there because I know that I can take positives from there and adapt them into our new COVID world way of thinking. So yeah, mental health is, is a huge piece and that's what I'm going to focus on with these kids and uh, for myself for this year. The last goal I want to talk about is just, well, it's fairly important every year, but this year it's going to be very important. And that's the, um, like focusing on the children's independence and just their abilities to be responsible for themselves and their items and it's uh you know they're young coming in some of them are still three and a half right and no matter the age they all have their own set of skills and maybe the three-year-old is really great at taking care of their stuff when our almost six-year-olds aren't and that's okay we just we work with every individual student on what they need to work on um and this year we need to focus a lot more on um, you know, those skills, because we are going to be needing them to be working independent at activities. Um, you know, not doing a lot of group activities is going to be hard. And, um, you know, PPE might be sent in from their families, which is totally understandable. And, you know, if that is what families are choosing, we're going to have to work with the children to, um, you know, role model, say PPE wear and use, um, storing, um, all those things to them. And, uh, you know, hand washing and bathroom um, visits and hallway walks and everything in between is just going to, we're just going to be needing to focus a lot of our energy on these skills, these independent skills. Um, I know that most classrooms are set up for kindergarten learners. They have sinks and bathrooms 
um, cubbies in the room, which are wonderful. I feel like, um, you know, not having cubbies or using cubbies this year is going to be tricky, but um, having all those things in the room is going to be very helpful. Um, I'm saying this because this year I'm moving to a new school and I am starting a new classroom because of an influx of children coming to this school. Um, and having said that, like we don't have a bathroom or a sink or cubbies in the room. So um, I believe, like I made this goal because I know that this will be a very tricky time in our day, these transitions to, um, you know, get to a sink to get to a bathroom. Um, I know that we were just told um, recently that we won't be using cubbies anyways, but um, you know, finding spots in the room to um, to store their things is going to be tricky. But um, all these little blips, all these little challenges are, you know, it's going to be a lot smoother if we focus on these independent skills right off the hop. And they need to know the importance of it. Um, you know, trying things on their own and um, listening, you know, following what other children are doing, um, asking when they need help, all those great things. Um, so that's going to be one of <laughs> one of the major goals that I'm going to start with, um, with these kids right off the hop. I'm going to have to update you on how it went and, you know, different things that I had to try because <laughs> I'm sure this is going to be very challenging in its own little way. And so as I said at the beginning, um, this is just part one. This is the pre-return ideas and goals. Part two, I'm hoping to do about mid-year. And I'm just going to you know reflect on what my goals were, um, see if I've met them, how I got there, kind of update you guys on what worked and what didn't work. I would really love to hear how um, things went with you. Uh, you know, I would love to hear your goals um, and your ideas for a safe return to school. Um, during this time as well or any time in between um, I was hoping to do three parts because I wanted to reflect on the overall year as well so part three would hopefully um, you know be made in June at the end of June when we can kind of you know <laughs> relax a little bit um, by then we're going to have months of all this under our belt and we're going to know how to move forward um, in you know for next year um, whatever shape or form that might look like as well so yeah, I would love to hear um, kind of what your hopes are for your room, what, um, you know, what you're planning, what's something different that's, you know, you're nervous about. All those things, I, I'm here for you. I, I'm kind of pouring my heart out in this podcast. I'd love to receive, um, you know, all your knowledge as well. So um, having said that, if you are looking to email me, my email address for this podcast is thekindypod at gmail.com. And that's spelled t-h-e-k-i-n-d-i-e-p-o-d at gmail.com or I've just started an Instagram page I'm wanting to use this to post um, things that I've been talking about on the podcast I will be updating that it's like I said brand new I will be updating that as I do podcasts I um, uh, want you just to bear with me with the bareness of this <laughs> um, account at the moment, but uh, I promise you that I will be adding pictures of all the things that I've been talking about over time. Um, that account is at the Kindy Pod. It's all one word, um, same spelling as the email. So everyone, thank you so much for joining me. I really hope the best for you for your startup. Um, know that you have someone, <laughs> you know, cheering you on we are all going to need those little supports 
Um, I hope that you can be a support to someone um, that you know, either that, whether that's a parent or an educator, um, just, you know, be there for them. Spread your love, spread your shine, and we're all going to get through this together. It was great talking to you guys. I hope you check in next time. I'm going to have a great episode coming up soon, and I'll announce that um, on my Instagram page. Um, I'm hoping to talk a lot about everything kindergarten, not just COVID. Um, in the future weeks coming, I um, you know, have big plans for this podcast, so I'm hoping that you're along for the ride. Thanks again, everyone.